episode, we're going to the show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qual, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out jasonqualcfp.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. If you'll jump in with a question, comment, click email the show at Financial Coaching radio.com social media links are there as well follow the show follow me follow anything you like don't follow me whatever you choose to do but if you want to have a question you want to submit those ways as well you can do that easily by clicking the social media links again the website financial coaching radio.com let's talk about financial planning let's talk about retirement planning specifically and not in the context of how you plan because your situation is too unique to kind of get too vague on the on the airwaves now a lot of radio show guys will they'll try to convince you that you know there's just one cookie cutter way to get things done and there isn't that's because your situation is unique uh, everything you have going on in your financial life is unique so your retirement plan is going to be unique as well i'm talking about what is a plan is a plan like this written printed out you know pamphlet or a computer software generated report what is a retirement plan see a lot of people a lot of advisors uh, will create these fancy uh, pamphlets or pamphlets fancy booklets or printouts uh, after you meet with them and say here look how pretty this is look how sophisticated and smart we are and it gives you all these numbers of course when you really just want to know one thing do you have enough or will you have enough to retire comfortably? Is that necessarily that big? Is that a way? Is that a visual for you? Does it help you understand it more? I think of it like this. And maybe this is just my opinion. A lot of people, some people are visual. Some people aren't. I get that as far as their learning personality and the way they uh, comprehend information. And I think the more deliverable you can provide someone, if they ask for it, the better. And if someone says, hey, still like some more you know, tangible stuff here, can you provide it? Of course. But at the end of the day, I think of it like every other uh, professional. You sit down with a legal expert, in this case, we're going to say an attorney. Or you sit down with a medical expert, in this case, we'll say your primary physician. And you're talking to your primary physician, you're saying, I have... I feel like this is what I have going on. These are my symptoms. You know, I have this ache, this pain, this whatever. Does the doctor take that information, tell you to come back next week, and go into his little computer software system, like financial planners, put all your information in, and then when you come back next week, give you this 15, 25-page report that says, well, this is what you told me. This is what where you're at. This is what you have, and here's what you need to do about it. Is that what they do? And I guess they could in some scenarios. Maybe some doctors do that. I've never been to one that would do that. The same thing with, a, with an attorney. You go to the attorney and you say, here is my legal issue. Will it be divorce or criminal or civil or whatever? And you just explain to them the scenario and they get all the details and all the facts from you. Do they tell you to come back next week and give you this big pamphlet, this big report? No, they don't. They just say, you're hiring me to be the expert in this area. Here's what I think is going on. Here's the best scenario for you. Here are the recommendations I make. And maybe they're uh, all verbal. Maybe they're on a one-page piece of paper. Because at the end of the day, 
You just care about the answer. That's my view, my opinion of how people really like to comprehend retirement planning. Someone goes into a financial expert's office, which there lies the problem. The people who are putting out most of these long reports have something to sell you. They want to convince you that there's something that they're not. And they feel like if they don't over go over and above just really what you want, give you this big booklet, this big quote-unquote financial plan or retirement plan, that you may think less of them. That's my view. And I think you would because it would be clear that they can't do it on their own. So I think you just go into a financial expert's office and hopefully an independent fee-only certified financial planner. And you say, here's what I have. Here's how much I'm saving. Here's how old I am. This is a little bit about me and my spouse and my children and my family and what I'd like to accomplish, what I, what I envision retirement to be like. Now, do you envision it where you just sit on your butt for the next 20, 30 years? Or do you want to travel the world? Or do you want to kind of do a little bit of traveling? Or do you want to get a part-time job? Whatever. It's all you. This is you-based. Retirement planning should be all about what you're trying to achieve. And after the advisor takes in all what you're trying to achieve and what you have and kind of the progress you're on, shouldn't they be able to tell you? And not that long of a, a deal here. You're on track. You're right there. You're able to do it. You're financially independent or you're not. There's still some work left to do. Does it take a 15 to 20 page document generated by a piece of software that the financial financial advisor is using to sell their services? I don't think so. That's not my view. So there's an article today from Kiplinger talking about don't get hung up on a retirement savings number. That's what got me thinking on this because commercials, financial planning articles, retirement articles will say, you know, even the, I'll call her by her name. Susie Orman is bad about this. She'll say, hey, everyone needs $2 million to retire. And I'm like, everyone? Everyone needs $2 million? Some people need more than that, right? If your lifestyle has is, is, is been a lot, uh, your spending level has been a lot more uh, than what $2 million would provide. You need more than that. If you maybe you only need thirty, forty thousand 40000 a year in retirement to live on, you probably don't need anywhere near $2 million. It's $2 million nice to it, but to say everyone needs these huge magic retirement numbers is naive. It's not how it's done. And maybe I'm oversimplifying. And I hate oversimplification. You know that because that, that kind of leads me back to is things watered down? Is things one size fits all? Is it cookie cutter? That's not what I'm saying at all. But you can tell me or you can tell any independent fee-only certified financial planner what you got, what you have, what you will have, where you want to go, and they should be within a matter of a, whether it be 10 minutes or maybe five hours, be able to tell you with some analytical thinking because of their training and expertise, tell you if you're on track to be financially independent or not, and then give you some steps of how to get there. The same thing I envision that you would do with a medical professional. You go in and say, Doc, this hurts. This aches. This is an issue. I'm feeling this. I'm not feeling that. And he go, well, this is what you have. And here's what we need to do about it. Here's where we get you where you want to go. He's not going to say, come back next week 
and look at this fancy smancy report that I'm going to charge you $2,000 for. And oh, by the way, I'm going to try to sell you some hack job annuity product. And oh, by the way, I'm going to try to manage your investments for you know, a couple percentage points and just make money every which way possible off of you because of conflicts of interest. You don't have to fall for it. And all circles back to what I tell you every day. The quality of the advice you receive, in most cases, not every case, because there's some knuckleheads in every area, no matter what you're talking about. But the quality of financial advice you receive can really be traced back to the type of advisor you're working with. If you work with a financial salesperson who is fee-based or commission-based, that's not a CFP, that's not a fiduciary, you're going to get, for the most part, the same broad-stroke hack job advice that all the rest of them give because they're in the business of selling you things, not doing what's in your best interest. If you only decide to interview and sit down with and talk with and discuss retirement and investment planning with an independent, fee-only certified financial planner, not all the time. There's some knuckleheads, like I said, in every area of, of business. They're going to give you quality advice based on what you're trying to achieve. They're not going to come back with a big booklet and try to sell you something. That is the difference between planning and selling. Hope that makes sense. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. If you want to jump in, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Up next, we'll be talking mortgages, what's going on in the real estate market, whether it compares to real estate sales, existing home sales, new home sales, interest rates, what if you're buying, selling, refinancing, what should you do? It's a crazy real estate world. And Marshall Spartman, our real estate, not necessarily real estate expert, but our mortgage expert, will be joining in. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS and Financial Coaching Radio. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners, if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878-2134 today. Okay, folks, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you were my client or a loved one, I would never let you get your wills done online. This is truly a case of where you only get what you pay for, and those you leave behind will be the ones to pay the price. Go see estate planning attorney John Baker today by calling 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Again, that's 896-5621 or bakercouncil.com. Get the expert estate planning advice you need today. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. JasonQualsCFP.com for all about me. As I promised, Marshall Sparkman, our mortgage lending expert, is back once again. 
on the phone to talk about what's going on in the real estate market, what's going on in the mortgage world. It's been some time since we talked, so catch us up over the last month or so because this is a world of real estate and mortgages that changes pretty dang fast. A lot of changes, man. It's crazy out there. The uh, the market's starting to flip from a seller-dominated market where you got if you want to buy a house, you got to show up like you're showing up to a knife fight and you're fighting 20 other people to get an offer accepted. Um, we're starting to see that cool off a little bit, you know, depending on the price point. If you're in the, you know, under $300,000 price range, it's still going to be competitive, but it's not near as competitive as it was. Starting to see more houses uh, pop on the market now. We're starting to see houses sit a little bit longer. We're starting to see houses not receive as many multiple offers as they were in the past. Um, that in a combination with the interest rates are starting to tick up because the government uh, decided they're going to step back from purchasing as many mortgage-backed securities. So that's causing the interest rates to go up a little bit. So we're starting to see some shifts, which is all good stuff, man. It's going to balance our market out, and, and um, I don't think we'll ever see a dip in the market again, but it's definitely not going to be as steep of an incline as it has been. Looking at this, the numbers from today, 30-year fixed mortgage average rate around 3 3 3.8%. Is that what you're seeing locally? Yeah, that's, that's about, you know, the... That's about what I'm seeing. I would have said low threes. So, yeah, you know, whatever the national average is, that's a pretty good glimpse of uh, what rates are doing for sure. And something that sticks out here with these mortgage rates, and I'm looking back to remembering our last conversation about this, 30-year fixed mortgage, call it 3%, 15-year fixed mortgage around two and three quarters. That seems like, you know, it's a bigger spread than it was, uh, you know, some months ago. When the 30-year got down pretty low, it really close to the 15-year made really no sense to ever do the 15. Right, yeah, it just, it just depends on the market and the appetite of the market. You know, some people, uh, it, the investors that are out there, it just depends on how long they want to tie up their money and how long they want the guaranteed money. So it just, that, that shifts. Sometimes the 30-year... Is hot. Sometimes the fifteen year is hot. What about the uh, the unique mortgages, the arms, the interest rate, interest only, any of that stuff coming into play? Yeah, we're really starting to see that stuff come back. Um, starting to see adjustable rates come back with some good interest rates because you know when the rates in the thirty, if you can get a thirty year fixed rate in the twos or low threes, why would you ever want to do an adjustable rate? I mean, it doesn't make sense. Um, so I, I think you'll start to see more and more adjustable rates come into play. As the rates move up, uh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not scared of an adjustable rate. I think it's a good product because, you know, what about a seven-year arm or what about a ten-year arm? I mean, most people don't live in the house for that long, so it's a good product. It's got its place in the market for sure. Gotcha. Last time we were talking, we talked about your business. You you posted something on social. You posted something on social media not long ago, and he said you closed a refinance in like two three four days tell us, tell us about that yeah i got I actually got a um i got a cash out refinance with no appraisal approved clear to close in four days um, <laughs> so legally we have to we have to wait i think the law is seven days 10 days 11 days i don't know something like that legally we have to wait a certain period before we can close your deal but um no i'm getting them approved especially uh so a conventional loan, if it's a purchase and you're putting down 20% and you have good credit score or low debt to income, if it's a good clean deal, I don't even have to get an appraisal. So think about that. If you're going, if you're looking to buy a new house and the, the 
say the market's super competitive and you're having to make a really strong offer to get the deal, well, I can run it through my system and see if I can get you approved with an appraisal waiver. Then you can go back to the sellers and say, hey, guys, I'm ready to close really fast, and I don't need an appraisal, so you can remove that contingency off the contract. Then all of a sudden, you become about the same as a cash buyer. That's pretty, That's pretty interesting. Uh, refinances, if you're under 70% loan. So if, if basically on a refinance, what I do, even cash out refinances, I put your your address into the system, and it pulls an automated valuation model. So we're we're looking at the automated system to determine what the values of the houses in your neighborhood are selling for. And if I put your value in, and it matches or is slightly lower than whatever the automated system gives your value at, as long as your refinance is 70% or less of the current market automated value, I don't need an appraisal at all. Um, so that's really that's a really nice little feature as well on uh, on cash out. Like I said, I'm doing a cash out refinance right now. Where I'm getting the guy back hundred and something thousand dollars. Didn't even need an appraisal. I mean, I'm closing him. I think we got him closed up in in like ten days or something. I mean, it's crazy. What what the, before we move on to the other stuff? Your business is unique. Your 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 own uh, independent mortgage agency that you've created. You have a lot more leeway. For someone that's wanting to get a second opinion on a refinance or a purchase, how do they reach out to you? So the best way to reach out would be on my, my website is sparkmanlending.com, S-P-A-R-K-M-A-N-L-E-N-D-I-N-G.com. And a phone number? You got a phone number that would be easy to reach you? 615 all right, so moving on to uh, what you go to a big box bank and they, they you do a refinance there and they tell it's going to be 30 days, 45 days. What makes the process easier, simpler when you with you're working with someone you know, working with someone local? Well, there's not, a couple things, and that was the big reason why I started my own company is because you know, when, when you're dealing with company with big box banks or big mortgage companies, their processors can only handle so much business, and you're in line with you know, 20 other people, and it's basically whichever squeaky wheel gets the grease. So, um, and, the, and their processes, there's just so much red tape. you got to jump through all these different hoops just to get a loan turned into processing. And then the processor has this big old checklist of all this CYA crap that the banks put into place uh, to cover their butts, where the mortgage process really doesn't have to be that complicated. And when I... Um, when I was researching starting my own company and I realized what actually is required to close a mortgage and then to make that get that mortgage insured is really simple. It's not that much to it. It's the main set of documents that you need from a client. And there really wasn't that much red tape involved. And I said, man, it's, it's tough running your clients through the ringer and having to ask them for all this stuff over and over again when it's not really necessary. So it's, it's basically, you know, banks are just being their own worst enemy corporations messing things up and yeah, all yeah, on, on, on the flip side i'm in mortgage company you know it, it, any of them so on switching over to the political environment we're in we had a big piece of legislation pass you never know what kind of the off-end crap that's in pieces of legislation anything recently that's come up that's passed or on the table to go through uh the the political system that's going to impact mortgages the um, there, yes and no. I don't know that anything. I don't know what 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 all is going through right now. 
um, don't know that it's going to pass, don't know if it's going to make it all the way through. Uh, some good positive stuff that I've heard rumblings about that uh, don't know if it's going to go through all the way or not, because the, I think the government right now, they've realized that they're exceeding their budget on a lot of stuff, and they're like, wait a minute, how are we going to, how are we going to fund all this? So one, one of the things was uh, affordable housing grants and programs and stuff like that for first-time buyers. Um, there are programs out there for first-time buyers, but the problem is is uh, a first-time buyer wants to be in an affordable price range, and uh, the affordable price range is just so super competitive right now because we've got you know investors coming out of California just paying cash for everything. So um, that's one thing to watch out for. The other thing is I think you're going to start seeing more and more um, more and more waivers for appraisals. I, I listened to a CEO of one of the largest companies in the United States, and he said they're hoping to do away with the need for appraisals. They're also looking to uh, do away with title insurance. And I thought that was really neat because if we don't need an appraisal and we don't need title insurance, all I've got to do is verify your income and make sure you signed all the mortgage documents, and then that's it. We're ready. We can close. We can get you the money. So just really trying to remove a lot of the hurdles from – the process of getting a mortgage. I think that that's going to be some exciting stuff. And always, no matter what financial decision it is, certainly when you're refinancing your largest asset or purchasing your largest asset in your financial life, get a second opinion. Marshall Sparkman, sparkmanlending.com. Hold on to the other side of this break, Marshall. I want to get your take on where Americans are as far as their spending. Uh, can't get a mortgage because debt is up, racking up credit card debt. That and more is on the way right here on Financial Coaching radio do you have a financial plan i'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals a comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your ira and mutual funds It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Welcome back to the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is financial coaching. No books to sell. Certainly not pushing any seminar tickets or financial products or live event tickets, books. We'll leave that to the other shows. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, jasonquallscfp.com for all about me. I am one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. Again, jasonquallscfp.com. Market Watch Americans are racking up credit card debt again as mortgage forbearance ends and prices continue 
to rise. So I've forgotten about all the mortgage forbearance that came through for the COVID stuff. <laughs> What's up with all that stuff? Haven't really heard much about it lately. You know, it's it's. They, I think they keep putting that can down the street. So you know, at the end of the day, I mean, the government's the one that caused all this. I don't think. I don't think the government's going to allow everybody to foreclose. I think they're going to bail everybody out when it comes down to it. So it's true, but eventually they're going to, you know, when the, when these mortgage notes come due and everybody has to try to catch up, instead of foreclosing, I see the government swooping in, you know, fixing it. In the third quarter of 2021, Americans racked up $17 billion in credit card debt, the same increase as the second quarter. That seems like a large number. It seems like a way out of whack number. So they got some yep. free money. Everybody got some free money. It wasn't much free money, but got some free money. And uh, they borrowed against their credit card. They probably did some refinancing on their house. They used their their house as a somewhat of a piggy bank. Are we going to get into some type of mortgage crisis, or has that been limited to the rule changes that were a result of 2007, 2008? No, I don't see us getting into a housing crisis. I see us getting into more of a student loan crisis and a debt crisis. I mean – you know, looking at the numbers of unemployment and the people that are, aren't wanting to work and, and um, man, all that stuff's just scary with inflation the way it is and everybody's getting further and further into debt. You know that uh, j- job numbers are at the all-time low, but retail spending is at an all-time high. <laughs> you know, that just, I can't, like, I can't wrap my brain around that. Well, it has to be, there's not many people working. There are borrowing from somewhere. They're They're spending. The, the the retail numbers are higher than uh, you know than ever before. So it just goes to show you the people are, you know, they're they're they, borrowing it or getting it from somewhere. I don't know. It's it's been a unique time, you know, with the COVID and the stimulus, and whether it be you're a business owner and you got the stimulus, or you're just a regular Joe Blow citizen and you got the stimulus checks, or you got unemployment or mortgage forbearance. forbearance. It's been a, a strange economic time, financial time we've lived in for the last what almost coming up on two years, certainly a year and a half. But I think people have forgotten the lessons of the past, the 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 employment world, uh, the 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 stock market world has has when it went down again in 2008, went down 40 percent. People have forgotten we've had 10, 12 straight years of just pure market growth. They forget how bad things were back then. They have not learned the lessons of the past. And it seems like they're just going to try to borrow everything they can. And forgetting one day, all that's going to have to be paid back, and it's going to be paid back with higher than normal interest rates because interest rates in some way on credit cards are tied to whatever other interest rates going on with the Fed and all that stuff. So go strap some people. Just get a PPP loan, and the government, uh, you know, um, lets you. What's it called? Uh, where you have to repay it. Yeah, they for, forgive. They forgave all the yeah, business loans. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. And even if you didn't get it forgiven, I think it's on like one percent interest rate. So it was pretty good. Pretty good deal. Who could, who wouldn't borrow money at one percent? I'd love to have a mortgage at one percent. Do you have one of those? Yeah, really. <laughs> so when you see someone come in, are you still what? What is the 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 typical borrower these days? There, I know there's there's people on opposite ends. There's people that can pay all cash, and there's people that really don't have anything because they're they're in so much debt. But for the typical person coming into your office, do you feel like they're pretty much financially set? Have they been uh, good stewards no. of their money? No, it's unfortunately, I was having this conversation over this weekend. You know, most most people, most of America is um, unfortunately not in a good financial position. You know, most people have, 
I think the average consumer debt right now is is sixty something thousand dollars. Uh, Sixty-four thousand, I want to say, is the last number. People that went to school with college loans, college loan debt is way up now. So I think um, you know, used to be the norm was, yeah, you got a mortgage, and then now the norms, you got a mortgage, a car payment, a couple credit cards, and a student loan. So um, you know, it's it's very rare that I see a client with money in the bank, uh, more than a month or two's worth of reserves, and um, and you know, most people now. Are selling their house so they get a little bit of money and they're able to start over again which I really like um, but I would say most people that come to me know they got they've got maybe two or three credit cards student loans car payments uh, no money in the bank probably making good money I think most people are making good money now which is good it's just um, you know no no most people have had hits on their on their credit of some sort and that's um, you know that's 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 common that's every day so what I love about what I do is I can still help you, even if you're in that situation, is let's go help you buy a house. In a couple of years from now, you're going to sell that house, and you're going to be laughing about how much money you make, and then now we're going to talk about a plan, how to pay off your debt, and how to get yourself in a better position so that that doesn't happen again. So, Marshall, what's those easy ways to reach out for you for a second opinion on mortgages, refinances, or yes, purchases? reach out to us on our website, sparkmanlending.com. Sparkmanlending.com. Marshall, I appreciate your time. Thanks, Jason. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. We're back right after this. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. See you in a minute. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right, 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonquallscfp.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Welcome back to Financial Coaching Radio with you every Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock right here on WGNS. Online anytime at financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives, get the most recent shows. Uh, another article I'm glancing over here um, says, where rich investors go wrong, beware of the country club portfolio, things you get investment advice on the golf course. Examples, they give private equity, hedge funds, hard money loans, IPOs. All the sophisticated stuff that people with a significant amount of retirement savings will want to venture into because they think it's cool and they think it's sophisticated. There's nothing wrong with branching out. 
but I think when you're branching out, trying to find more because you, you're not happy with the return of the stock market, and I don't know how in the heck you can't be happy with you know, the returns we've had over the last decade. But you know, you want more. That's greed talking. You start going down that road where it's not more of a diversification discussion. It's more of how can I get more? How can I get more? I need more. I want more. This is not enough. Doesn't make me happy. You get involved in some asset classes, some things that uh, may not actually work out for you. Uh, keep it simple, stupid. There's always an adage, adage, adage in the investing world that usually works. Uh, do what works for the last 50 years, 100 years, and it's probably going to work for the next 50. Uh, that's my philosophy on investing for the most part. Doesn't mean you got to bury your head in the sand and not use common sense, but uh, I don't believe in making it complex just for the sake of being complex because you think you want to be cool. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm out of here. Appreciate you listening. I'll be back with you next time. Keep it locked in. More local talk on the way.